What is up? My name is Kevin Wu and I'm an online fitness coach who helps men in their 20s lose weight and get abs for the first time through mindset, nutrition, and training. That's enough about me. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Lived Inspired Podcast. Today, I talk about sugar cravings. Do you have a sweet tooth and a hard time controlling your sweet consumptions? Well, in this podcast, I'm going to teach you all about how to manage those craving cells so you can still enjoy the sweets and still get lean. So listen up. What is going on, you beautiful people? So welcome to the Live to Inspire podcast. So today we're talking all about sugar. Are you addicted to sugar and how do you overcome this? Because I know a lot of people, including myself, have a really big sweet tooth and really like sweet stuff. So and then when I do have those sweet stuff, um, some guys can relate. It is harder to kind of control and you just want more and more. And ultimately, at the end of the day, you have too much. And then obviously, you're in the calorie surplus and you don't lose that weight. Now, how many guys kind of feel itself? If you guys have that sweet tooth, right, then you guys might be in the same boat. Now, with that being said, we're going to talk about some ways to kind of get around it. I'll talk a little bit more about in depth about sugar itself. And how to kind of really manage this if you guys want some tactics to ultimately lose that weight so you can still enjoy that sugar itself or that sugary things after the sweet tooth but ultimately lose that weight so let's go dive right into it now i'm gonna first off lead by saying sugar itself is not addictive so sugar itself is not addictive now how many guys just grab a spoonful of sugar Right, just have a spoon sugar full of sugar by itself. I probably guarantee you, like 99.99% of you don't. Now, when I was a child, I actually liked sugar cubes too, so like I did that. But 99.99% of you guys do not just eat sugar alone, right? Or at least the majority of you guys. Well, hopefully, guys are not doing that. So, what's addictive is going to be high sugar and fats. That's going to be the most addictive combo according to studies, right? High sugar and fattier foods, right? So like things like like a chocolate chip cookie or like a brownie or like a cheesecake, something like that is the most addictive. Now, I'm going to say too as well is when your blood sugars are higher, you crave more, right? So this is why... When you have the initial bite, let's just say, or before you eat that cookie, it's a little bit kind of like, you know, easier control how many cookies you have. Maybe like before you eat that one cookie, you're like, okay, I'm going to only have, like you plan on eating like one cookie. But when you actually have that bite of the cookie, your blood sugar rises and you're like, okay, I'm going to have another one, right? Because it's more addictive as you can eat it because it's more of a hormonal response uh, for that blood sugar. And it tastes so freaking good with the high sugar and high fats, right? But more so it's going to be hormonal responses versus let's just say, if you had something that's easier to control, like more natural sugars, is going to be like fruits, right? Those are easy to control. They don't really have the high fats, like how layers and bag relating back to what I was saying, right? And those cakes themselves, you know, are hard to control because, you know, it's high sugar, high fat versus the natural sugars in, let's say, the fruit, the bananas, or some mangoes, some watermelons, some apples, right? Chances are you're not really addicted to that, right? And you could definitely control how many you can eat a lot easier. Right, so sugar itself is not addictive alone. Right, so high sugar, high fats, definitely most addictive itself. That's why some baked goods, I love baked goods too as well, are the most addictive and also the hardest to control in terms of 
well, your willpower, but also just like hormonally how your body responds to it. Because when you have the higher blood sugar counts, but those, you know, also the fats too as well, it's going to drive that craving more. So here are some things that you guys can do too as well. Well, having more natural sugars, like let's say fruit themselves, or sweetening things up like stevia is more of a natural sugar um, itself, which is zero calories, also like a Coke Zero, sugar-free barbecue sauce, those things can all help itself, right? I personally use all those tactics, even with things like con gas, which is a with gas, that's like a Spanish thing right here. Um, so, so sugary drinks or non-sugary drinks, let's just say with a Coke Zero, that have that gas can make it actually easier to control in terms of like sticking to the sugar itself versus the sugar itself. First, let's say have a Coca-Cola too as well. It's not as addictive, let's say some pastries, baked goods, like I said, it's not high fats, but it is more addictive than let's just say, you know, the Coke Zero, right? So some of the things you guys can do to avoid those calories themselves, having those sugar three free things like the stevia instead of sugar, uh, Coke Zero instead of like a Coke, sugar-free barbecue sauce instead of that one. Yes, they could definitely can help you control that aspect, also reduce the calories on that end, so you can also help you lose that weight. Now, I'm gonna give you obviously some other things too as well, but having a good sleep is actually really, really important. Because having good sleep actually manages your blood sugar, right? If you have a really bad sleep itself, your blood sugars can be elevated itself the next day. And when you have elevated blood sugars, you're gonna to tend to crave more of those sugary foods. And now you create those more sugary foods and you eat more sugary foods you might be in more of the calorie surplus, right? And, or at least maintenance and not losing that weight because most of you guys want to lose this weight, which is why you're watching or listening to this podcast. So having a good sleep means pretty much, you know, not really waking up at nighttime multiple times. You may wake up like, you know, once, twice itself, but like, you know, anything more than that, that's going to be terrible sleep, Right. Or not terrible sleep, but not as great sleep. You wanna the more times you wake up, the more bad quality sleep is because you're not getting that deep sleep. But also good sleep manages in terms of time too as well. So like the time you sleep, let's say if you're only sleeping like five hours, not a great, or four hours, three hours, like I know some people do, versus like you're sleeping seven to eight hours, even nine hours a day, you're gonna have much better blood sugar levels and recover better too as well. Now, with that being said, next one too as well is gonna be stress. When you have higher stress levels, your blood sugar is gonna be elevated, right? There's a lot of things that kind of um, spike up our sugar levels or blood sugar levels, which is why some people who are stressed for prolonged periods of times get diabetic too as well, right? It's because there's higher stress, elevated blood sugar levels, and that's why they're diabetic, which is not great, right? That's something that people don't really keep in mind is that stress levels as much, right? Because all of this kind of, you know, all the other things, but stress levels is something that we have to keep in mind too as well. So keeping your stress in check, right? So maybe you have a lot of things going on in life right now. Um, maybe yourself, you're dealing with, I don't know, like a breakup or maybe it's school, it's kind of stressed out, or maybe you guys are just stressed out from your body, right? Looking in the mirror and just, you know, hating yourself in that sense, and you're stressed out in that way and you don't feel like you, you're confident in any shirts or anything like that, don't really want to go in public and that's causing stress out, right? Now, keeping that stress in check, right? Obviously, there's other ways to manage stress and also manage, mitigate that. Uh, it's a whole other topic, but that is really, really important for managing blood sugar levels too as well. And you guys have to keep that in mind. So the next one is going to be cinnamon. So that's going to be it's more so of an actual condiment, right? So cinnamon itself actually does help like reduce your blood sugar levels, help manage those ones so you don't really get those cravings as much, right? This is something I use for my diabetic clients. And some people also do have a hard time controlling their blood sugar levels, right? I personally use that, has a lot of benefits itself in the cinnamon 
And also it keeps my insulin sensitivity, insulin sensitivity better, which is very, very important, right? So I use that pretty much every single day, uh, not really right now on vacation, right? But every single day when I am at home. So cinnamon's great, great, great tool to use too as well. I really need about like a teaspoon or a tablespoon itself. And our next one is be working out after. Now working out after, let's say you have something more sugary, like um, like brownie or cookie or something like that itself, maybe coffee with cream and sugar, something like that. When you do your weight training after that, that's gonna help, well, one, utilize that energy from all that sugar itself and give you a better workout probably because it's gonna be more fast digesting itself, give you that extra energy for that short period of time, which can be advantageous, right? It can put you in advantage to perform better in your workouts and also gain more muscle and itself and have a better workout. So workout after you do that, it's me a lot of better time. If you have, like if you're eating sugar foods, you probably want it before you work out itself, just the best time itself. Now, for that being said, there's one last one thing too as well. Let's say you have dessert for your typical meal, which is usually after your workout. And let's say after your workout, I mean, or after your meal itself, you have that dessert and you just crave more and more. Maybe that's something you struggle with keeping just on track with like just one slice of cake. Maybe it's one little cookie, one little treat itself that you like to treat yourself to. Something you can do is have that treat in like the middle of your meal, right? So not after your meal, right? Even though your blood sugar levels might be kind of like more stable because you have other things to as well to eat along with that kind of meal itself. Chances are probably carbs, which is going to elevate your blood sugars to some extent with not as high as just say something pure sugar. But nonetheless, if you still have a hard time keeping on track, with after your meal itself, just having like the one cookie or something like that, you pretty much eat in the middle of your meal, then you eat, you know, the rest of your meal itself, which will kind of, well, you ate, you get the taste of that sugar kind of food itself. And if you kind of struggle with, you know, keeping control of that part, it doesn't taste so good. Eating the rest of your meal itself is gonna go kind of, well, let's say like, almost like wash away your kind of taste buds on that sense. But like, you know, it's gonna refer back, it's gonna redirect those taste buds. You're not gonna really taste that at the end. So you're not gonna really want to eat you know, let's say that cheesecake or that piece of cake, the little cookie after your meal itself because you already had that and then you redirected your taste buds because now that's not the last thing you had in your mouth. So hopefully that helps. So with that being said, these are some definitely some ways for you guys to avoid, well, not avoid completely the sugar foods, but find alternatives and also manage it when you do eat those sugar foods to kind of help you so you don't kind of eat more and more and more, but it'd be able to control it. So hopefully that guys helped you guys and using these tactics selves definitely helped me. So with that being said, have an amazing week and cheers. That is the ending of today's episode of the Live to Inspire podcast. If you learned something today, then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Also, if you leave a written review on this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated because that pushes this podcast to more people just like you. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Live to Inspire podcast, the number one podcast for men in the 20s trying to lose weight and get abs the first time. My mission is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves through fitness. So if you guys are tuning into this episode and want to lose weight and get your abs showing for the very first time, then DM me the words abs on Instagram at KevinWu underscore. That is K-E-V-I-N-W-U-W-U underscore. And we'll have a chat whether or not I can help you out lose that weight to get your abs showing for the first time.